Thank you again for this amazing meal. Gradzola Leia, she's the foodie. It's nothing. Happy to have you. Uh, and for letting me stay for the last couple of days. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I'd like to return the favour soon. You know, once you're all settled in, you guys should come over and visit. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. Ashley, mate, I think it's time you told everyone what you were telling me on the way home. Um, I'm really sorry, but... I've decided to stay with Justin and Leah. It'll be better for school and easier for everyone. We'll still get to see each other, right? Yeah. Of course, if that's what you want, that's... That's okay. You'll always have a home that mine if you ever change your mind. Um, Hard. It's always best being up front. You okay? You're right. This is about what Andrew wants. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast, your weekly episode companion podcast for your favorite Aussie soap. Now, is there smoke without fire, do you think? Question of the week. Mm, it's a good question. Uh, I know there's a line in, I think it's the IT crowd, where they say dry ice, but that's not, <laughs> not, real, not real smoke, is it? Mm, I don't think there is, is there? Especially not when, you know, the circumstance that you're alluding to, I think, is the gyrene. Moochus smoke or moochus fire, I think. Mm, they're fueling the fire, that's for sure. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm all right. Not too shabby, thank you. Good, good. Uh, just had a quick catch-up affair, haven't we? We have. My fun stories about getting in <laughs> cars and wrong cars and all sorts. Just another life. Just another week in the life of, should I say. Yeah, getting in cars with other people's husbands. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, it's been a short week for the bank holiday, but it's been horrendous at work. So I've spent the week trying to look at code and work out finance problems. So my brain is melted. <laughs> well, that sounds riveting. I'm not. It gonna... was awful and i've already had a glass of wine i'll be honest because it's been that kind of week so how about you uh yeah i'm on i'm on number two because you know you've got to warm up to these things yeah uh, um, but yeah other than that yeah fine not winning at bingo i know disappointing again mm-hmm. everyone's got a hot tub now haven't they so i've gone to a friend's to sit in the hot tub for a bit well everyone Lovely. But- yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't have one. Sex pond. I don't have a sex pond. And just as riveting as your week, I regrouted the, the shower. Did you? That's productive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm more on it than, more on me than the wall, but yeah. 
<laughs> wow. I hate that job. It's horrible. So, yeah, I'm impressed that you managed to get that done. Do you know what I'm doing tomorrow? How riveting. I'm cleaning the oven tomorrow. Oh, do you know, I've been looking at my oven for This is really <laughs> awful. I've been looking at it for about, thinking, oh, God, maybe even longer. <laughs> and then, rather than clean it, I just bought a Ninja. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I like, just used a Ninja for a bit. Yeah. Until <laughs> so that thing's cleaning. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I'm tackling the oven. I got all my stuff ready. All my chemically bits and my gloves and oh god, I can't wait really, but it's uh, needs doing. Yeah, I've got the bag for the for the tray. The, what are they called? The things that you take out, the tray things, yeah. The rack. The racks, that's the one. I couldn't think of the word. Should know that. Rack. <laughs> In my vocab. No. You need to get uh, on Facebook. There's a woman near me who like I was always on Facebook advertising, I'll come and clean your oven. Well, that one, yeah. I know, but I'd have to clean it before they came because I'm so ashamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it kind of defeats the point. <laughs> I couldn't let somebody come and just see it. I'd be so ashamed. But like that, we, we don't live like this. We rented the house out and came back, and this is what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of them, Miss. Are you one of them? You start something, you think, oh, God. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, it needs a five days soak. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, till Wednesday at least. <laughs> you, you could imagine me on the shower. <laughs> oh, You're wondering why it's soup every night for tea. <laughs> Salad. <laughs> yes. Anything that could be done on the hob. Oh, in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Well, amongst all this busy, busy time, have you had a chance to fit home and away in our what? Of course. Yes. <laughs> of course. Top of the list. Right at the top, yeah, above the oven. Above, way above the oven. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yes. Right, let's get on with then. Do you want your headlines? I do. Flick pays up as she mm. tries to avoid utter humiliation. John comes clean, but only after Marilyn has got all in a tiz about his showmans. <laughs> Remy's decision to lie about that kiss with Mercedes comes to bite him on the posterior. Mm. And who is Andrew choosing to live with today? (laughs) Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. Right, so beginning of the week, Flick's there. She remembers she's had this blackmail text message as we uh, left on Friday's episode last week. Pay me a thousand dollars or the world's going to see you. And what happened? Mm-hmm. And we were a bit like, well, after being a bit shooketh, a bit confused about why the storyline was taking this um, this route, I would say. And also, um, why $1,000 didn't seem like much, that's obviously just the start of something. She couldn't possibly pay it, could she? Let's get that number traced. There was a phone number there. I mean, we had an international effort Googling that number this week. Um, <laughs> so, so many, many questions, weren't they, really, on the on, as that happened on Friday's cliffhanger. And this week, she is rightly so flapping about it she's saying she's disgusted cash cannot see it 
is this even real? Is this happening? Tarnay's trying to talk her down, trying to make a sea sense that this is the best and you know only lead they've had to try and track this guy down, of which she was very vocal. She wanted to find her her attacker. It wasn't she, you know, that was a real big thing for her. Mm. Um, but now it's come to the crunch. She doesn't seem to want to pursue this with the police for fear of this actually being a, a credible threat and this person actually actually putting a video out there of of that night mm. all a bit both crazy mad and distressing rolled into one I thought yeah absolutely yeah I, I, I'm still stopping to get my head around why we've gone here I'll be honest or, or how how have we gone here like who is this like who is this person how have they got her number? Like, that's all I've been thinking all week. I don't know about you. I still mm-hmm. can't, I can't get a grip on who I think it might be or how I thought they got her number. The only thing I can think of really is that she's got, you know, fingerprint um, or face ID on her phone. And while she's unconscious, they've unlocked it using her hand or her face. And they've taken her number for this reason. But it's there's so much planning involved with that. It's it's even more malicious than than what you thought was, you know, was actually happened. It's so bizarre. It's very, 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 very odd, isn't it? You actually you've, you've thought a lot about this. I've not even considered that. I've uh, just been like scratching my brain all week trying to think how on earth is this person texting her? You know, who who are they? Who could they be? Could it be someone that we know? Oh, which I'm looking at looking at everybody in the bay with like suspicion and thinking was it them you know I don't like it really but well yeah because when you and I last spoke about this stuff last week we were mm. like it seems to be someone she might know and that and that that gave us you know the eebie-jeebies didn't it it really? does yeah don't and like it it's happening yeah don't like it at all um many many questions here like the more this goes on the more questions I've got actually mm. he's you know he's he's on to it straight away but you know room falls silent when he walks in what's going mm. kind of things happening but yeah I, I'm 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 of the same persuasion as yourself why have we gone here who is it was this the um the motive for the attack all along and if so how calculating yeah how calculating you know as if the attack wasn't bad enough as it was. Yeah. Now it's about this and the amount of planning that's gone into it. So, you know, to knock her out, attack her, unlock her phone, get her number, now blackmail her. You know, if if it is somebody that didn't know who she was, but if it is somebody that does know who she was, then he's already got her number. And oh, I, don't, I don't know which is worse, if it's a stranger that's, you know, stolen a number out of her phone or if it's someone that she knows they're both horrendous and I, oh, I just yeah I'm struggling to see why we've got this why it, it was horrendous enough without this wasn't it really yeah it, it really really was um I'm a little bit I'm a little bit upset that this is happening mm. not character but just in just in general I think I think we had a, a story that we've all been sort of applauding We've all been like, how amazing has this been? The performance has been great. And now it seems to have, like, we've added on, like, a bit of a a daft element to it. Not daft, Mm -hmm. I'm not being flippant, you know. Yeah. Do we need this this level of um, sort of 
hyper drama really it was already insane and distressing enough with mm. what was going on the performances were great and now we've added now we've added this on top for me it's cheapened it a little bit mm. and I, I don't know if I'm being unfair there because obviously we've only just started this part but now I feel like I feel like it's it's like a revenge porn hybrid story when yeah itself really ought to only be about the dangers of rape and leaving your drink and the repercussions mm. on all when something so terrible happens to somebody yeah um, you know and that sort of there's a bit of like a societal conversation isn't there about women and how women mm. come themselves and all that stuff that was already meaty and big enough for me mm. I thought this was unnecessary yeah what about it's, you it's it's very dark, isn't it? This I think it's gone to a place that I don't think we've seen on on Home and Away before, and maybe that's it. Maybe, they, yeah. maybe it's trying to find a, a story that hasn't been done before. Um, maybe that's it. I think a lot of the stories this year have gone a little bit crazy. You know what I mean? The Stunning Organics one. It started off as what we thought was you know crappy products, and you know her trying to get out of her contract, and it escalated into something absolutely wild. So maybe this is a this is a new thing now that storylines have to be pushed to that, well, that nth year. degree. Yeah, it's yeah. a big year. Maybe the maybe it is we're just going extra on everything because it's thirty fifth year. Yeah, it could be that. It just feels like everything's kind of been made more exaggerated this year. I don't yeah. know whether that's a that's going to carry on into next year or whether that's specifically to give us some drama for this year. I don't know, but I just feel like we've been having slightly exaggerated things that wouldn't have normally taken such turns have have really shocked us this year haven't they really Mm, yeah they have are you holding out judgment on this one for now then i'm trying to yeah because i'm trying to see where we go with it like i said i'm just full of questions at the moment just who could it be and i'm hoping that i like the way that the story ends really i'm hoping it doesn't disappoint because it has started off strong you know that the whole episode where you know she realized what happened she was going to hospital those scenes with her and Bree in the hospital they were brilliant you know I don't want anything to take away from that really so yeah I'm yeah ho- that's- hoping it doesn't yeah I thought the same and then you know we were watching cash go off down to salt them and um, mm. quickly learn about the text message quite innocently from Xander you know like this mm. You know, she ran off after seeing a text. So immediately he's suspicious that things are being kept from him. And he's the guy that can do something about all this. And you just want to take everybody, don't you, really? Tane's trying to be loyal to her, um, not wanting to to tell him. But you can see that inner battle in him. Mm. You know, because Cash has pulled him aside, having conversations, telling me what's going on. There's nothing going on. Look me in the eye. And he (laughs) does. And you're like, Tony, man. Mm. Oh, I mean, he, he. The thing is, this is too big to go against, isn't it? It's not. Mm. Like, oh, you know, she's at the last Rolo. Tell me if it's true she's eating the Rolo. You know. <laughs> yeah. Does she finish the milk and not replenish it? You can tell me. You know. Yeah, she did actually. But I said I wouldn't say anything. It's not nothing trivial like that, is it? You know. Mm. It's, you know. And and I and I, I back Tony on that. I think I would have done the same. Yeah. Um. 
even suggests that she goes to Rose at one point, you know, mm. she just she doesn't want to tell him, but she's saying she can't go through it all again and she just wants to do nothing. Um, and it doesn't really work, does it? Because the texts keep rolling in, you know, mm. where, you know, where is this money? She does pay it. She paid mm. a thousand. A thousand's not a lot, is it? You know, really. No, not in the grand scheme of things. That's why I was like, it's only a grand. So is it testing the water? Let's see how quickly they can pull a grand together. And the fact that she managed to pull that money together within a day, you know, he's he's probably going, right, well, that was easy for to get hold of. So let's ask for more next time. So long that that takes. I feel like it was a test to see a how she'd react and b how quick she could get that money together. Absolutely. Spot on. Spot on. And this just frustration is building in Tane mm. he's throwing pedal bikes about <laughs> in the back garden mm. um, I feel sorry for him because like you say he's stuck in the middle isn't he, he she's saying to him you can't tell Cash uh, you know she's deluding herself because she's saying to him we've paid it's over and you know you, know, you can tell Tane's thinking no it ain't but he doesn't want to uh, burst a bubble uh I don't know what I would do in that situation either, to be honest. Would you? You mean if you were Tane or if you were... Yeah, if I was Tane, I don't know. Because obviously I would want to tell Cash and I'd want to find this guy. And I'd want to say, here's his phone number, here's his bank account. We've got loads of details on him. Let's trace him. This, you know, trace them. We've spent the money now, but trace it. Send, you know, there must be records of this money going from Flick's account to someone else's account. And someone's going to withdraw that money. There must be a way to be able to trace the money through. This is it. This is what's so sloppy about this person. He's leaving. He's not, his phone number's not not blocked. You know, his mm. phone number's, we're, say, we're saying it's a he. Um, I mean, it will be, won't it? We'll, you know, we can't assume. But yeah. phone number's there. Well, they found it. DNA on her, haven't they? That's just, that's a, a, a male DNA. So I'm assuming, yeah. 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 But we need to assume that the person who's doing the blackmail is the same person. Yes. Yeah. No, that that assumption is quite an easy one to make, isn't it? Um, and and it's probably the correct one. Um, so there's a phone number there that's you know just free to be looked up. There's mm. a bank account that's going to be attached to somebody. You know, yeah. like normally you'd see these things. You know, meet me by meet me by the lighthouse with cash. No police. You know, you normally mm. see. Something like that wouldn't you you know and then it'd yeah. be like oh, Tane Black you're sticking the heat I'm coming with you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah you no know? so we didn't get that everything here has been done electronically it's traceable mm. with the click of a button like within minutes they could know where this is all coming from mm. that is what's even more frustrating both for Tane and for us really as the viewer yeah. Maybe this is a clue, though. So maybe this is a clue that we don't know this person. Because if this person did know Flick, you know, in real life, she'd know that, you know, this person would know that she's related to a copper and that she's friends with with Rose, etc. So maybe this is a clue to tell us that it can't be someone that knows that information about her. Because why would you blackmail the sister of a cop? You wouldn't, would you? That would be really stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this I don't is- know. I'm just, I'm just thinking it out loud just as we're talking about it, really. But put a pin in it. Put a pin mm. in. It's driving me mad, so it's driving me mad. Well, the trailer tonight suggests they rock up at the house. Oh yeah, the, try the door handle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not. I hope it's Nico that's fallen out with Bella and he's come home <laughs> without telling them. 
He's rusted outside trying to take his shoes off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Have you ever seen Irene Peck John? Anyone? Um, never seen her Peck John anywhere. No. <laughs> not in the diner. Not in the coffee cart. Not in salt. Why is she doing it now? <laughs> um, <laughs> Alpha Maz, they just can't believe their eyes, can they, this week? Like, um, it took some convincing, but I think Marilyn got into Alf's ear eventually, and he's now seeing things in the light of day, isn't mm. he? He's, uh, he's been asked by other people, though, hasn't he? Because he got asked by other people in the Bay what's going on, and he was like, oh, I don't flame him, no. <laughs> this is the, so now he's sort of... He, this is the thing with Marilyn, because when he starts hearing it from others, mm. so starts taking it as credible, you know, and that's always frustrated me because when we went through all the Heather stuff mm. with sort of tail end of last year and into the start of this year, we were getting a bit frustrated with the treatment of yeah. Marilyn from yeah. the family. And I think this was another, for me, it wasn't quite as quite as obvious, wasn't quite as as heightened. But for mm. this was another example, you know, he's he's dismissing her as, you know, oh, you know, he's all in your head, give over, mm. you're dead, you Marilyn, you know, like, they're just having a yarn. But when he hears it from others, it suddenly becomes credible. It's a bit... Is it I not? Know. I don't know whether it's that. I, I know what you mean, because that is, that is the, the pattern that we've seen so many times. But I don't know whether this is the same, because maybe this is so ridiculous... That if someone else said it, you might think, hang on a minute, now someone else is saying it. I don't know. I don't know whether it is. I don't know whether it's that he believes it. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he'd heard it from the others. So if Mac and Xander said to him first, before we spoke to Marilyn, if they said to him, what's going on with John and Irene, would he have said the same thing to them that he said to Marilyn when she told him? I think he probably would have. That's the golden question. Do you, though? Yeah, I think he. I think he would have gone. Oh, shut up! You know, you know nothing. Stop gossiping about people. I think he would have. I think he would have shot shot them down. Fair enough. I don't know. I think this is just so weird that he just like the first thing he heard was just like no, and then when you hear it again, you're like, wait a minute. I've heard <laughs> this. I've heard this twice now, so maybe there is something to it. There's something in it. I'll go back and double check. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It could be either. It could be either. I tell you, I did enjoy that scene with uh, Marley and Mac trying to trying to get the gossip. <laughs> you know. it was quite. Yeah. It was good. Some yeah, great comedy lately. Great comedy. It's <laughs> mainly surrounding this storyline, to be fair. So Alf goes back to the diner later on, and Irene's there. <laughs> bought herself bought herself some roses from Tom. I can't believe anyone's falling for this. I can't believe anybody would believe that she wants to hear his naval stories and that he's putting his hand in his pocket and buying flowers. <laughs> I just, how are they not seeing this as a prank? It's hilarious. <laughs> Listen, I, I begrudge that comment about John not buying flowers and putting his hand <laughs> in his pocket because John has done nothing but spend money the last six months. He has on food and food and stuff and drinks i just i couldn't i don't see him as a flowers man no that's true just especially not red roses i don't know i don't think that's very john irene was absolutely hilarious either way oh, um, it was brilliant i loved it we were <laughs> doing a sandra from superstore <laughs> i put a little <laughs> little picture of them side by side on twitter 
it was it was like <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Irene's a fan now Maz is growing increasingly upset about this you know why don't they just tell me yad yad mm. and it's only after um John basically decides he's going to come clean isn't he mm. uh, gets wind that it's you know it's upsetting her um and Oh, did he offer to carpool first? I can't remember which came first now, because he offered to carpool at the wedding rehearsal. Yes, because he uh, find, does, doesn't he find out that Marilyn's taking somebody and then he's taking Irene and they're all going to go in the car together. Mm-hmm. And then and, and, Alf and comes and Matt, tells him off, doesn't he? He goes, oh, Palmer, you're flaming galah. You know, whatever he said it. to him. <laughs> that's it. You know. upset. I don't care what you do with your sex life, but you're upsetting Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> I was cringing. <laughs> oh dear. That's it. And, uh, Marilyn's obviously had to say that this made-up date sick. You know, yeah. she's got herself in too deep with this whole web of, you yeah. know, he's trying to keep up with the Joneses. So he's added off, and he storms into the diner, and he says, "It's all made up." <laughs> Irene's like, "What? What, darling?" <laughs> Sweetheart, no. <laughs> say it. Say it ain't so. <laughs> oh dear. Oh gosh. Um, and then he very nicely says to Marilyn, "Will you be my plus one instead? Mm. You know, love it to be you. Get your stuff. Get in the car. We're going now." Yeah. And I think it all just sort of was over happening so fast. She didn't really have much chance to say anything or react. Mm. But her face spoke everything she needed to. Yeah. She was feeling a bit daft, I think, and feeling a bit sort of let down. Um, I thought we were friends. I think she managed to get out. Mm. But that is about it. So I suspect there's going to be a bit of Marilyn-Irene friction coming up, personally, because I don't think Marilyn is too happy at the way Irene carried on. For days and days do you I know it's a bit weird isn't it you'd have to have you'd have to clear the air with it wouldn't you? you'd be like the flowers really come on that was too yeah. far yeah yeah you'd have I mean, to ha- you'd, you'd have to clear the air but that car ride to Jet's wedding is going to be interesting with Palmer and Marilyn I think I want to see that I want to see the wedding I want to see all- we're not going to see any of this stuff it makes me sad yeah it's all going to be off screen I'm afraid yeah yeah, yeah. If the wedding was supposed to be the next day at that point, we've had it because in subsequent episodes, we've had a few days mm. things happening. Yeah. You know, you know, with things that went on, like in Marley's world. Mm. So um, the wedding should have happened by the time we next see them. Let's see if yeah. that line makes sense. So. Mm. Uh, speaking of Marley, so if you remember, he's, he's recruited half the day to do <laughs> lessons for him Xander and Mac are both juggling the lessons well Xander's getting propositioned by the mamas mm. down at the old circle do with the little kiddie rinks there and um, one of the kids mums has been coming on to him quite strong and he's dancing about in that and uh, boasting about it early in the week and then we rejoin the group later I'm, I'm explaining that now because it's very important with what happens next <laughs> because if you'd cast your mind back, there was this whole really boring <laughs> old bomb 
thing going on between oh, my yeah. So you and I were talking very enthusiastic about <laughs> music. <laughs> love um, you. Love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she made a big mountain out of it. Mm. She's now decided to pop a frock on and <laughs> put some grapes in a plate. And cheese gonna... board, cheese board, yeah. and some bread. I saw uh, <laughs> grapes. So many grapes. <laughs> we like a cheese board, don't we? Yes. Oh. It was. A, it was. What? Well, it wasn't dinner, was it? It was bizarre. It was like a big plate of grapes, a cheese board, a pile of bread. I was trying to work out what, like, time yeah. of the day you were eating this. It was bizarre. Mm. Um. And she goes to collect him in said frock. And never mind the cheese, but we could see what she had for breakfast <laughs> and um, takes him back home. And the, the plan is she's going to tell him that she loves him back and she mm. wants it meaningful. She wants it romantic. Mm. They get home and they find the place trashed and there's graffiti all over the tablecloth. Stay away from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I love the accent. <laughs> You're just like, half our audience won't, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and you just like, oh, this is just every man's worst nightmare, isn't it? I just couldn't understand what was going on here, could you? I was really like, whose wife? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who's done this? Also, this wouldn't have happened if Rose had locked the bloody front door when she left, but there we go. Oh, don't. I was going to come on to that. <laughs> stories are going to hinge on the fact that these people do not lock their bloody doors listen <laughs> right tonight i've screamed that at the tv three times because someone kept saying breaking and entering and i'm like you can't charge no fucker for breaking nothing <laughs> just open the door screen door like... and walk in that's not breaking and entering just enter it <laughs> isn't it yeah i'm sorry I'm... So don't, many of these stories it, rely on this this stupid leaving the door open thing. I don't get it. I don't understand. It's because we live in broken Britain and everyone robs each other. But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> crime, crime city over here. But yeah. let me tell you, the um, you know, this whole like don't touch anything or dust for prints. I was like, well, you want to dust the door? Thing was wide open. <laughs> all night. All night. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The, the problem is you're not paying attention to the scene because it's just consuming your mind. <laughs> it the is. door being opened. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's ridiculous. That farm door as well, you know, it's a bit loose. Have you ever noticed it? No one anyone's oh, getting the yeah. scene past comes open again. That oh. doesn't yeah see what they what they should have shown us was that kicked in and then we'd be like oh she must have locked it you know what i mean but we we don't get that we we just get screen door open person enters trashes house bugs house steals something you know so many of these stories hinge on the fact that these people have no home security measure whatsoever i don't <laughs> even though all this stuff goes on yeah <laughs> yeah it's quite funny because elsewhere in the Bay, and we'll come on to it, Tegan was talking about Andrew living in a safe place. I'm thinking. <laughs> in the Bay? Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> Don't read the coastal news, Tegan. Don't read the coastal news. Um, of course, there's questions raised about this graffiti. 
because she's like, what wife? Who mm. is cheating? You're cheating on me. I'm about to tell you that I love you in a meaningful way, not like you love a chicken burger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this happens. You must be seeing somebody. And he's just as confused as her. Mm. Uh, very calm, considering someone's been inside his house, I must say. Yeah. And then she's like, I've now got to investigate this. It goes running to her brother. As mm. always, I've got to investigate this and I'm his girlfriend and it may lead to him having a mistress. And I'm like, please, he's not he's not exciting enough. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I can't believe he's even got Rose, but that's only Rose. So, you know. Yeah. I'm not being unfair, am I? I think I feel like I've gone in a bit harder here. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's... He's not the most exciting man in the Bay, is he? No. No. Um, Long story short, you know, she decides, you know, to trust him. Xander soon realises that there's been a case of mistaken identity, that it's, you know, mum on heat from the surf lessons. They keep calling her flirty mum, don't they? I mean, with a name like that, you can't be surprised that she's... Been yeah. sleeping, she's been leaving him saucy voicemails mm. on the on the old voice notes there on WhatsApp or whatever. Yeah. And then um, finally realizes, and then and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> Rose, she's like, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Rose, as a policewoman, did you not think? Um, he's told me about flirty mum. Could it be her?" <sighs> mm. I think I think I can I can kind of forgive her for that because I think I'd be so shocked to come home and see the table trashed and see that message. I think I probably would think, Marley, what are you up to? What I just do? copper. She's quite narrow-minded. She's you know very. I mean? She is. I think maybe on this case she's too close to it. I think definitely for other cases where she's been involved, you know, and other people in the bay have had to solve it for her. I've just been rolling my eyeballs. Hmm. Hmm. I think maybe she's clouded on this one just because it's her boyfriend and she's thinking, oh, God, he's cheating on me. I'm about to make an idiot of myself by saying I love him. And, you know, there's some some woman out there. Fair enough. Yeah. Give her the benefit of the doubt on that on those grounds. Yeah, I'm I'm trying because I don't I don't give her much doubt most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. You know, this guy ends up charged, confesses to the whole thing, like breaking and entering. Um, entering, and <laughs> yes. She she uh, apologizes. All seems well, and I guess we'll have to leave the "I love you" meal for another day. Mm. There's always next time, as Marley puts it. <laughs> always next time. Can't wait. <laughs> right. Remy uh, has been trying to get through to Mercedes this week to see if she's coming to the next studio session and the girl is not answering nothing. She's not answering texts, she's not answering the phones. Eden's asking what's the plan now. If you remember there was this really, really, really awkward kiss that's caused no end of a ruckus and Remy has decided he's not going to tell Brie about it and immediately we're all hairs up on the back of our necks because this is not going to end well. Eden's tried her best, hasn't she, to get through to him and he's mm. just listen. He thinks he 
thinks he can control it. We spoke a little bit length last week on last week's episode. Go back if you've not listened to it yet. Sophie and I were talking at length about the new Remy and how Remy feels like, you know, he's not that he, well, basically we were saying he's let himself down, you know, mm-hmm. and he, his decision to lie about it will be his downfall. And we're quite disappointed in his character in this. And I was saying, well, look, he was all, it was in there. He suppressed mm-hmm. it off. It was in there anyway. Um, so we had quite an interesting conversation, I thought, about this last week. So I won't go into too much detail about that. Um, but everyone's going to want to know where she is, you mm-hmm. know, why not come into the thing and he's trying to suppress this lie he's trying to stop it getting back to Brie who by the way is over at the house sus af mm-hmm. because acting really awkward while she wants to wait for him kirby is just spiraling out you know kirby's got this temperament hasn't she she loses the temper quite quickly and mm-hmm. i was thinking watching these scenes like kirby's going mad about why she's not there what what you're not telling me i'll ring her then you know mm-hmm. i think Kirby's going to be the one that unravels this whole thing if Remy doesn't sit her down and explain to her what's going on. Yeah. And I'm getting quite stressed about this at this stage. Um, and in the end, um, she puts two and two together, doesn't she? And it has to sort of all come come out to the surface. Mm. Um, Eden says look I'm going to go and have it out with her but Remy insists he's going to go instead so Remy goes over to Dodgy Motel where she's been staying and has this chat with her what did you make of this chat in the motel do you think it should have happened do you think it was uh, I mean it got her to the studio in the end didn't it Mm. yeah I'm really uncomfortable about it I can tell I'm starting yeah, and I don't, I'm stopping myself. Yeah, I think I've probably felt the same way as you. Uncomfortable is the right word. I, I just think the two of them in that, that motel room, it just made it even worse that he's keeping this all from Brie for me. I think maybe he should have said, can we go for a walk and talk this through? And they could have gone outside and, you know, just walked around wherever wherever they were um, and just talked it out. I think sitting on the bed with her was just, it was a bit creepy from the context, wasn't it? Do you think he's giving her mixed signals? Do you think he's leading her on? I don't, I, I don't think so, because I think he, he's he been very clear that he's not interested. And I think he was still very clear in that room that he wasn't. He kept saying, I love Brie, you know, you and me, what you and me, there's nothing. Mercedes is clearly delusional. I mean, she's she was denying his feelings. I mean, he's saying to her, I love Brie, I'm with Brie, I'm not interested in you. And she was saying, oh, just give it time and then you'll feel it. You know, there's a connection between us. And I I was thinking, if this was the other way around, if this was a guy that wasn't taking no for an answer and was going, oh, you like me, really? You just don't know you like me and you'll you'll get there eventually. You don't really like your boyfriend. That would be so creepy. It's the fact that it's a girl that she's kind of getting away with it, which annoys me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying, actually. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same if... If she was a bloke, actually. That's yeah, because if it was a bloke, because if the, if the, if the, if it was Mercedes and she was saying, no, Remy, I'm not interested, you know, I don't fancy you, I'm not, I've got a boyfriend or whatever, and he was going, oh yeah, you do, you do like me, you just don't know you like me, you just need to give it some time, you don't, your boyfriend's no good for you, you've not got anything in common. That's creepy AF, isn't it? Mm, mm, yeah. So with with 
with um, Mercedes, it comes across as just being a bitch, doesn't it? Yeah, because she, she's got this cocksure way of carrying herself as well, hasn't she? Yeah, yes. Um, it's confidence that he can't possibly not want this, you know. Yeah. Uh, this, this, of course he does. Of course he wants what I want, you know. Yeah. Um, and she's probably a bit bruised when he from that conversation at the motel room to be fair and that's mm. why she's sort of leaving them and making them it's particularly Remy's she's making him suffer by not agreeing to go to recording yeah. the, the recording session that night and he has to come home doesn't he wherever he is and the rest of the band mm. and basically say look she's not coming I tried she's not coming so and then all this is going on and and Breeze there in her mind, you can see the cogs turning, she's adding everything up, you know, mm. uh, behind her eyes, you can see everything adding up. And she's like, why is she not going again? And she, know, she knows at that point, someone's, they're all lying to her, you know, mm. or Remy mm. is. And then off they go to the recording studio and she then sits there stewing all night, tossing and turning, not sleeping. And she... You know that you know that saying that girls have and, and boys, um, you know, if if it feels wrong, if something feels off, it probably is. Like trust yeah. your gut. Yes. It was one of those sort of moments, wasn't it, where she just yeah. knew she knew something was off and she said and she just followed her gut and she gets out of bed in the middle of the night and mm. takes down to the studio and I thought, Oh my god, I feel sick mm. at this getting a bit too involved, I think. But, yeah, I felt a bit sick. I thought, gee, we're going to have some big show down here. Mm. At the studio, catches them in a recording break where, again, they've been left alone. Mercedes and Remy at the studio. She eventually turns up. She's you know, made them suffer enough. And they're having an argument about this kiss. And, of course, she's overheard it all. Discovered it's mm. a kiss. Now, the, what she does next, I found really interesting, is... Mm and just explode and rip her eyelashes off <laughs> um she goes home and gets back in bed mm. and I thought do you know what at the time I thought I didn't really understand it I thought you know you've had your eye told you so moment you know yeah your feelings here about her are validated now mm. um, deal with Remy later but like you can take the high ground here Brie do you know what I mean mm. like you you were right you're in you're, you know your, your gut was right but she takes herself back to bed and sits there and wake up watches him come in say that nothing happened you know say everything was uneventful I'm gonna crash nanai gets up the next morning makes him breakfast you know egg on toast um you know and I had you know and, and she's asking him outright isn't she what's going on in not so many words, but like what happened, she's given him opportunities to come clean. And I thought that was a very brief thing, a brief way to do it, you know, rather than the all guns blazing. Yeah. Remember, we've got to remember what Bree's experience has been of relationships her entire life. She's been with Jacob since she was a teen, remember? Mm. You know, she's she's not going to she says it herself later on stand up for herself so at first I didn't really understand why she took herself back to the house just to sit in in, in and, and torture herself but it was only when it all started to come out the next day I thought yeah actually that is that is very brief mm, yeah 
it, it was when she was cooking the eggs actually for me you know in the morning when it, obviously they'd slept in the same bed together he'd come back in the middle of the night and said she did anything happen he goes oh no oh I'm really tired and she's like right go to sleep then and then the next morning she's in the kitchen and she's got her back to him hasn't she while she's cooking um and we can see her face and he can't and she's her words are saying oh yeah I'm just gonna make some breakfast you know sing song voice that she's got that very calm voice mm. um but her face is like she's it's like she's back with Jacob again and she's pretending that everything's fine yeah she's she's fallen back into which is really sad isn't it but she's fallen back into that but also she's given him a chance which i think is really clever she's given him several chances now to come to come clean and tell her the truth and i feel like she's given him maybe three chances you know and then she's gone right that's it three times you're out because she keeps asking him you know what happened oh tell me about last night tell me what happened in the recording studio oh yeah nothing really you know what I mean? She's, like, she's given him enough rope to hang himself and he's not he's not told her the truth. So I think at that point she feels, right, okay, I know. I know what happened and I know you're lying to me. And I thought that was quite smart, actually. Yeah. I, I liked it in the end. I didn't understand it at first, but I mm. liked it in the end. And I particularly liked how she calmly just <laughs> told him that she knew. Mm. Because, you know, and rather than say, I oh, know I heard it and go ballistic at him, you mm. know. Very brave, very calm. Yeah. Uh, well, I couldn't sleep, so I got up and went to the studio. And then his <laughs> face drops. Yeah, like, he mm-hmm. knows. <laughs> I'm busted. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so he's he's forced to um, to tell her now. As as a Remy fan, mm-hmm. gonna, what are your thoughts on him? Are you proud of him? <laughs> no, not at all. I'm really, really disappointed because the thing that I'm so annoyed about is exa- exactly what Bree said to him, and I'm so glad that she said to him what she did, was that he knows what happened between her and Jacob, and he knows that she basically Jacob was gaslighting her. You know, he would treat her horribly and then say, oh, I only did it because I was, you know, I was thinking of you or I was doing it for you or all those horrible things that like that abusive type boyfriend would say he knew all of that and yet he didn't he just chose to hide it all from her and he thinks it's it's for her own you know for her own good or for her best interest or whatever but it's not it's like you're just lying and you're gaslighting her and the amount of times that she asked you did anything happen she even asked him at one point have you and Mercedes fallen out and he's went oh yeah something like that uh-huh. Oh, it just really annoyed. And when she finally confronted him and she said to him, you know, I can't tolerate the fact that you keep keep lying to me. And you told me it was all in my head. That's what annoyed me the most was the fact that she knew something was going on. She knew Mercedes intentions were bad. But he told her, oh, you just, you know, it's all in your head. At this point, he didn't know because he said oh, it's all in your head and it's nothing going on between us. And we're just mates. As soon as he knew that Mercedes had got a thing for him. He should have told her because it's not fair then to to make Brie out to feel like she's being paranoid and jealous and all of those mm. things. He should have told her. And that's why I was so glad she said to him at that point, you let me think it was all in my head. Because that's why I've gone off him. Especially considering she's currently in counselling. Yes. You know. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, I'm, I'm furious with him, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> furious. <laughs> <For you then. laughs> I'm fuming um, at Eden as well but I'll come on to that later well Brie lets herself down a little bit right mm, yes because 
they they talk it out again once the sort of dust has settled a bit. And, you know, she she puts she lays all the cards on the table, as does he. And they sort of agree to move forward together, don't they? Mm. And his phone dings as his back's turned. Mm. And Sadie's is on the phone and she takes this opportunity to get hold of her, her number. <sighs> you know, I, 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 I did. That's what I did when I was watching this. I sort of sighed, made it mm. made an awful noise. Because I thought, come on, Brie, like, we're talking about trust here. We're talking about, you, 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 you know, you're working through it. And going through someone's phone isn't a trustworthy act. No. You know what I mean? Whether, no. whether, you, whether it was innocent or whether, whether the message wasn't anything incriminating or not, you've read a message on his phone. You've mm. taken his number. She uses it to meet up with her to have it out and she sort of justifies that later by saying for the first time ever I've stood up for myself but mm. I thought it was wrong how she went about that it was uh, yeah and she lied because she said not only did she you know take her number and and hide that from Remy so that's exactly what she's accused him of you know keeping things from from him and you know keeping that secret but then she did lie to him and say oh I've got to go to work there's an emergency and they need me Mm. While going to actually meet up with Mercedes. So two wrongs don't make a right, Brie. No. And that is why I'm officially putting them on Fizzle Watch. <laughs> Fizzle Watch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't um we haven't had a couple added to Fizzle Watch for a while and I think yeah. I think it's writing's on the wall now. I'm not sure there's a there's a going mm. back. It might take a time to ride out, mm. but I now you know whenever there's another collaboration yeah or whenever there's a gig or another female at a recording whatever in the future Mm. I think there's going to be an issue here yeah Um, and Remy Remy turned her into that Remy's caused that and yeah yeah Mm. Uh, all right so Alf He's had a chat to Justin. How gorgeous was that? Had a chat oh. to Justin yeah. um, and Andrew. And, you know, and the whole, you know, she's his family, mate. Come on. Because, you know, Justin's really struggling with the fact that Tegan wants Andrew to move away with her, isn't isn't he? Mm. Um, and, the, and rightly so, he's got some doubts, particularly with what happened with Margot Duffour mm. the other week. So, and you can understand his... Um, protectionism, if you like, over you know, you know, surrounding all that. Um, but you know, there comes a point when someone also needs to know when it's time to let go. And I think Justin's struggling with that, striking that balance, isn't he? Mm. So good old Alf and his years of wisdom, his decades of dealing with these young waifs and strafes, <laughs> takes him for a walk and says, "Look, she's family." You know, he's got to do what he's got to do. If it doesn't work out, he knows he's always got you. And I was like, yes, Mr. Stewart. Yeah. Mm. Um, Justin's hoping he wants to stay in the Bay and even talks to Cash about it. And Cash is like, well, I don't see why he would want to go. You guys are great. Um, you know, looking at it from a very sort of distant arm's mm. length type advice, really. Yeah. Um, but Justin then wants to run with it. 
Um, and there's all conversations going on back at the Morgan house about Tegan preparing for Andrew's living arrangements. Mm-hmm. She tries to get a couple of conversations in to Justin Leo about what the next steps might look like. Um, and and basically what Justin does is take Andrew to one side and t- offers him basically an amazing life, like on a plane. Mm-hmm. Stay mm-hmm. here, you'll have your education done. You know, we'll give you the we'll give you such a great life. Um, the options there, but the decision is yours, <laughs> which I thought was a really good tagline for some game show. <laughs> um, so of course he goes back and tells Tegan then, which which felt coerced actually, because Justin's like, come on, yeah. you've got something to say. Um, so he's sort of got his hands behind his, you know, tied behind his back here, hasn't he, Andrew? Mm-hmm. And he's sort of saying, you know, Tegan, I want to, I want to move in, I want to stay with Justin and Leah. And it sort of upsets Tegan, and there's a bit of a drama that Tegan's going to leave the next day without him. Mm. And I'm just thinking, oh God, Justin, you clutz, <laughs> you're right mess of this. Yeah. As usual, this is typical Justin, isn't it? This, this, I, you could have written, I could have written this with Justin. You could have written this with Justin. We could have seen this coming. You know, it's so him. He's got mm. it in his mind that he knows what's best for Andrew. He just needs to convince Andrew of the same thing, and then it's sorted. You know, <laughs> that's how he thinks, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Wholly unfair, I must yeah. say. Yeah. Um. And uh, poor Andrew's tormented himself here now. He's he's told, he's, he's upset his sister. He's mm-hmm. up in the night, isn't he, all night. And Theo's come back from one of his recording sessions and he's bumped into him awake in the living room. And everyone's thinking, oh, is he looking at the old window? <laughs> but no, he's mulling over what he's done. And he's like, I, I really do want to live with Tegan. But I've said mm-hmm. I'm not. So, you know. Theo's got to get involved then, hasn't he? And say, look, you don't want it. You don't want it. You know, mm. slowly but surely, Justin has to sort of peel himself away. And just as Tegan's packing herself off, Justin says, you get your bags as well, fella. Go on. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> really? Know? I'm allowed? It was, quite a, it was quite a bittersweet end to what yeah. would be a bit of a roller coaster of a storyline. Yeah. Where do you with this do you think it's good that he's gone do you think he should have stayed like what what's you got what's your where are um, you sitting I'm sad to see him go I'll be honest because I think I think Andrew's been great I've not made any kind of you know I've not hidden that over the last few weeks that Andrew's been in the bay I'm a big fan of his I think this has been a really good storyline I think Joshua Houston that plays Andrew's played him really really well Great, really, com- yeah. really complicated character. Really, di- not normal teenage boy. You know what I mean? It's very difficult mm. to put put yourself in that mindset. Um, and I think he's played him really, really well. So I'm, I'm really sad that he's leaving. And actually, I really like that. I really like Tegan. What we've seen of her so far as well. And you know, she seems pretty cool as a as a character. And I think she'd fit in to the show really well if she was a permanent character too. But on the other hand, I'm thinking if Andrew did stay in the bay. What would that look like? You know, what what kind of life would he have there? I don't know. Right, at high school, do you see it? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't see that happening because they're talking about homeschooling, aren't they? Because he says, because he's so far behind, he needs so much yeah. work. He'd he'd basically end up with with little kids. He'd be in junior school, and he doesn't want that. He wants to be homeschooled. 
he doesn't want to spend the day with little kids. He literally says that to Theo, doesn't he, when they're playing pool? So, you know, he's got to get his HSC. He's, he's years away from that. He's, he's, <laughs> he's eight years old. You know, he's got <laughs> 10 years worth of education to catch up on in terms mm. of his, his, you know, his educational abilities. He's an eight year old. He can't even read and write yet. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see a good future for Andrew in the Bay. As much as that saddens me, I can't. Well, it, s- yeah. In, what? What? It, it means is have they moved to the city? Have they? Yeah. Like, what is it going to be much different there? I mean, I don't know. I think he's got more opportunities to do stuff there. What would he do in the Bay? He's just going to rot, isn't he? He's been homeschooled, and then what? What's he going to do? He's going to what? He's going to get a job as a lifeguard, or he's going to get a job as a waiter in Salt, or I don't know. He's just yeah. I don't. You hearts and you know. Yeah. I know what you mean. I I I feel this. I'm gutted he's gone because, mm. like you say, what what a breath of fresh air his character was. Mm. Brilliantly portrayed. You've said it all already by the actor, but like. You know, it, he he isn't your your typical mm. young male, you know, character breakdown looks wise, you know, running away from broken home, whatever. He had a really complex backstory. Mm. He's got this huge, momentous educational battle ahead of him now. He's got his life back. You know, he's he's now on top of that, like integration into life. I just want to watch him go to the beach. Mm. For selfish reasons, I want him in the bay because I want him to be, you know, <laughs> I want to see him on the beach like he's discovering it for the first time ever again. You know, there's going to be so many life firsts that he's mm. going to experience. And I'm not really so sure that, you know, he and Tegan in the city together is best support really i mean they'll be outside support won't they for for somebody like like andrew but um but yeah i felt like being part of a loving family might help go some mm. way to repairing yeah. you know considering how tragic and how um you know traumatic his family experience has been thus far it would have been nice I agree Tegan seems pretty cool as well she sort of reminds me like of the modern day Bobby type I think she could fit a cheek bit you know a bit of bit of um you know I think she could have fitted in quite well in the bay I think she she looked like she suited it um she carries herself quite nice yeah I I saw her as like a modern day Bobby Mm, yeah I can see that so it's a shame that we don't get to see her. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll come back. I don't know. But yeah. seemingly they're off to live life together. And, you know, what happens when she wants a fella and that? She's got a little brother hanging around. Like, do you know mm. what I mean? I don't know. She's got life to be living, hasn't she? Do you know what I mean? As, yeah. as, as long as it is, your siblings aren't supposed to be that big in your life at that stage, are they? No. But I suppose they probably they're probably going to regress a bit, aren't they? They're probably going to regress to being teenagers again for a bit because yeah. they've not they've not known each other for very long. So they've got so much to catch up on. And because Andrew is mentally quite young, I think I think she's going to play the mother role to him for a bit, which is a bit sad, isn't it? Like you say, she's got her own life to lead. But I think because they haven't had that 
experience of growing up together i think they'll just have to muddle through by the by the sounds of things i honestly don't know i i can't i can't see that either life would have been better than the other one i don't but i do think that we would just see unfortunately his character would just stagnate if he stayed in the bay and we'd probably all end up hating him and saying axe him because you're not doing anything with him and it's not going anywhere do you know what i mean like i think it's one of them where he leaves on a high and he's not here too long to end up being a character that everyone gets bored of. What I'm hearing is then it's run its course. Don't mm. ruin it. So he's out of the bay and that's the right thing. I think the there's, there's potential to ruin him by keeping him in the bay. Cause I, I just don't, <laughs> I don't think the writers would give him the storylines that he would deserve. I'll be honest. That sounds really horrible, but I just don't think they would. Right, so it's that time again. Are you ready? Are you ready for another round? I don't think I am. Not for a minute. <laughs> no problem. Are you ready? So this segment is called Your Say on the Bay. So if anyone who doesn't know what we do in this segment, we have a look at what you guys think of Home and Away and all the episodes that aired this week on My Five and Five Star and Channel Five and however you watch it. I've been looking on social media and seeing what your reactions are to the episodes that have gone out this week and any comments that you've you've put on social media. I'm going to read those out to Sai. Lucky you. <laughs> Who hasn't been prepped? I haven't told you what's coming up, have I? So you don't the know. The mm. joy. Um, before we do that, though, I just want to remind you all that we do, um, because we're on social media and I look on social media, we do look at your comments so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Threads, we're on YouTube, and we're still on Twitter. And we do tweet along. I'm still saying tweet. <laughs> we do tweet along with the episodes that go out. We watch them at 6.30pm Monday to Friday on Five Star here in the UK. So if you are watching along at that pace, jump on Twitter and use the hashtag Home and Away. Um, and you'll find us on there talking about, about the uh, the latest driver in the Bay. And we might just read out your your comment on this segment. How exciting. The, it is exciting. I love our little chats. I've had quite a few chats with people this week. It's been lovely. Um, but just to let you know, there is another way to get your sail on the bay, isn't there? Because we've just launched our third annual Coastal News Awards this week. Ooh, yeah. Exciting. So this is a survey where you guys can vote. You can tell us your opinion on everything home and away over the last 12 months. And there's loads of categories on there this year. So we've got favourite couple. We've got best newcomer favorite characters favorite storyline best exit and we've even got favorite podcast host haven't we <laughs> as an as an award it's on we actually are recording this right now locked in an arm wrestle <laughs> <laughs> it's very close in fact a lot of the votes are very close aren't they so if you haven't voted already and you want to vote you might be the deciding voter in the category um, lots of you have already tweeted us to let us know that you've already voted, which has been brilliant. Thank you. That's so lovely to hear. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Um, but if you haven't voted yet, you've still got time. Uh, we've tweeted the link and we've shared it on all of our social media accounts. And it's also in the episode description text of the episode that you're listening to right now. So you can find it in the in the link there, can't you? Yes, and I can't wait for the actual ceremony and reveal what you all think yeah it's very interesting so far and lots of categories are pretty close as we said so get your vote in to have your say 
Right. Well, now, without much further ado, let's find out what people think of this week. Oh, okay. So I'm yeah. going to read you out some comments about what's been happening, but I have got one that's a bit bit more generic to start with, and I thought I'd ask you your opinion on this one, Sai. So on Facebook, Caroline said that the storylines at the moment all seem to relate to very modern things like social media threats and people swapping and sleeping around. It's a shame because I quite like the Home and Away from years ago, although I still do watch because I love the old characters like Alf, Irene, Leah and Marilyn. I just wonder what you thought about that. Do you think Home and Away is too modern? Because <laughs> that's uh, not really that's not really where I would have pegged Home and Away as too modern. But I just I thought this was an interesting comment from Caroline. It sort of goes against the grain. Most of the time, the comments you wear are actually that Home and Away needs to move with the times. Mm. Actually, you uh, you normally see the the opposite being said. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I that's that's where I was going with this as well when I read it. That's why I want to read it to you because I was when I saw Caroline's comment, I was like, that kind of goes against what I've read before, where people are saying, drag this show, you know, into the correct century. Mm. You know, even as recently as um I think when they were talking about things at Salt about improving salt and these the QR codes for the menu they were talking about that recently and some people were saying uh, duh, like why weren't you doing that already that's so obvious and that's i mean okay I, and also that is something that's part of all our lives now that has probably spawned out of covid to be honest mm. um i know but but yeah in modern day lives now ordering from a qr code at your table um is very commonplace you know yeah um Okay, so Caroline, is it Caroline? Is it who's said this comment? Who's put this? Caroline, yeah. Um, I'm going. She's, you know, great. It's your opinion, perhaps, Caroline. I'm gonna, I'm gonna surmise that a lot of the stories that are playing out at the moment, perhaps she's not relating to. You know, perhaps she. Mm. I'm going. I'm going out on a limb, and this is like, you know throwing a dart in the dark but yeah you know perhaps she's not of the age group that a lot of the sort of 20 something couples are on the show nobody is mm. actually in couples right now so that it really does me head in when, mm. when people just say that all the time about home oh bed hopping i'm like no one does that like okay no but, you, know, you know there's a bit of sort of you know steamy couples but like no one's actually all swapping couples or haven't done for a oh. while so that's mm. a little bit there but perhaps it's just that you're not relating to these people these this age group and 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 in in their 20s these days the, social media is really important phones are really important do you know when i used to watch the show sort of 15 years ago and I it used to, do you know, I used to sit with friends chatting and I used to say, you know, and you, not just this soap, all soaps, you know, and they'd mm. use like a phone, like a text message or a phone call and mm. you'd only have the conversation because they'd answer the phone and be like, what? Okay, I'll be right there, you know, yeah. and you'd be like, yeah. what you about? what? And it used to, I used to slag soaps off to high heaven for it. I used to call it lazy lazy writing mm. i'm like yeah let's let's write a proper scene between two adults having a conversation and let's see the full mm. conversation please um mm. but actually you've got to embrace them because phones 
uh, everybody's life now, like day yeah. in, day out. We all talk via them. We didn't 20 years ago. Like, no, no. So you've got you've got to embrace it. And it sounds like she's not relating much to him. Sorry, I'm waffling. I'll, I'll, no, no. I'll I asked for your opinion. No, I, I just, yeah, I wanted to hear what you thought because I think the same thing. And I think actually there's other other soaps that incorporate so much more. You know, Hollyoaks, if someone gets a text message or a phone call, you see it in the bottom of the screen. Like you see it as if it's, as if you're looking at their phone yourself. Do you remember the um, the Bella abuse storyline? We had a bit of that, didn't we? We mm. had an on graphic with the text. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. actually didn't eat it. Mm. um right um you know other other soaps go go all in with it and it's an mm. age thing soaps are aimed at a younger audience than your Connie's yes. and your Dales right yes yeah so yeah she she's mm. struggling to relate to some of the stories isn't she yeah I think so yeah I'm trying not to be rude about her age no oh, I yeah. think I think it's important I think it'd be useful to hear from other people as well if anybody's got any opinions on this whether you think that it's too modern like is social media because we've had this recently with stunning organics haven't we obviously all these videos that kirby and marilyn have made for social media that's whole storylines kicked off electronically you know the ceo's had nothing to do with marilyn you know she's not spoken to him she's not met him in real life it's all happened online that mm. whole storylines happened online so do people think that that was too unrealistic, too modern, too, I don't know. It's just interesting to, and obviously we had like the YouTube videos last year with um, Ryder and Theo. There's so much, isn't there at yeah. the moment with, uh, but I just see it as part of normal, it's part of normal everyday life. You know, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I'm on that, you know, a lot. I just, and to not hear it mentioned or to not see it on the show doesn't feel relatable to me. Cause I think. Yeah. It would be right. so weird yeah. if, if people didn't put videos on Facebook or yeah. upload photos or whatever, because it's such it's so embedded in life now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, be interesting to hear what other people think. So get in get yeah. in touch with us and let us know what you think. Um are you are you on Caroline's side? Or, you know, do you think it's got the right balance or do you think there should be more? Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. So next topic of conversation. So Jirene, Jirene, let's not, we're not going to spend too long on this because we talked about this a lot last week, didn't we? So obviously on your sale in the Bay last week, we know a lot of the audience reaction to this was very positive. Lots of people finding this very, very funny um, and lots of people wishing it was real and it wasn't just a prank. Hashtag Jirene, you know, we wish this was a real thing. <laughs> um so having had more look at the at the socials this week and more people saying this um chad on twitter said just catching up i'm loving everyone running around the bay gossiping about john and irene and their showmance <laughs> and, and david replied to chad and said isn't it brilliant just a brilliant comedy storyline shame it's a fake romance i think they would be great together long term so these comments have been rolling into this week as well but what about marilyn's reaction to this. So a lot of people obviously saying that they they've loved it, they thought it was hilarious. But then this week we're seeing Maz's reaction to Jirene, and Maz has been quite hurt. And obviously we know that lots of people are care mm. for Marilyn, don't they? Lots of people love Marilyn. So how have people thought about this? So I ran a little poll on Twitter this week asking people's opinions because we had a scene with Marilyn and Alf where Alf was basically saying, you know, well, you you don't like him anymore, do you? You're okay with this, aren't you? 
and Marilyn was saying, yeah, no, it's not that. It's uh, it's I'm just upset because they didn't tell me, you know, they're keeping it a secret from me. And I thought we were, you know, we thought we were friends and friends don't do that. And I thought, hmm, I'm not sure I believe her. So oh. I put a little poll on Twitter and I said, is it that? Is it that she's upset that, she, that they haven't told her, that they've kept it a secret from her? Or is she upset because actually she's still got feelings for John? You know, it is her ex-husband at the end of the day. And maybe she's a bit upset at seeing him move on it would it would have been the first relationship he'd had I think proper apart from obviously Susie but that was a scam wasn't it really I think this is the first proper romance that he would have had if it was real you know what I mean I can't think of any others can you no there was just Susie wasn't there I think he genuinely liked Susie I think he did but that wasn't I wouldn't say that was a real romance because of the fact that she was basically scamming him and taking his money so I don't I wouldn't class it as the same thing but it's interesting to see because we had we had the poll and the results of the poll are pretty obvious, really. So 83% of people still John. think that that Marilyn has got feelings for John. Oh, now that is a landslide. Doesn't surprise me. Mm. I think well, consensus isn't there. I think many people want them as endgame, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it was included. I think I think we'd like that. I wouldn't be mad if it happened. You know, I still, in my mind, I've still got them pegged as, as a couple, even though they haven't been for years. Because I'm I'm not, yeah, I'm not shutting the door on that chapter, really. If it doesn't happen, I'll be fine. But if it did happen, I'd be quite happy, actually, if they got yeah. back together. So, yeah. Um, we had a we had a tweet from Sue. So Sue said her feelings wouldn't be hurt if she didn't still care for John. Maybe they'll get together at Jet's wedding. Which is what I said a couple of weeks ago, isn't it? I think I said I want a wedding romance rekindling. Reason why we should see this wedding. I know. I, re- I really want to see this wedding. I'd like to see Jet again for a start, but also want to see what happens with Palmer and Marilyn in the car to the wedding and coming back home as well. Mm. But David doesn't agree. So David is one of the seventeen percent of people I think that said that no, it's it's not Marilyn still having feelings for John. She's just upset that she's found out in this way. So David said, I think that ship has sailed. John is part of Maz's past now. Oh. I can see both sides. I think part of me just wants them to get back together. I think I'm seeing what I want to see rather than what's actually there. <laughs> and do you think that is what a lot of the 83% are seeing as well? What they probably. Want yeah, probably. We're probably all thinking that would be great. Um, it's probably not really there. But, you know, we're all kind of, we have that hope, don't we, that they'll get back together one day. Think as well. I think as as sort of home and away couples go, they were sort of classic in that. Oh God, do you remember she had that amnesia from that electric shop, didn't she? <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot all about who he was in the run up to the wedding and remembered yeah. just the time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh no, no, she forgot the wedding. They'd already got married, and she forgot oh, it. Yeah. She Sorry. forgot they were married. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm married to John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's Donald? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he he really really fought for her, you know, and it, yeah. to make her, and eventually she did. Yeah. Um, I look, that's one of my favourite scenes of all time, actually, on the show. Oh. It's up there. It's in my top five. Mm. When Matt watch it quite oh God, oh God, if I admit this, I do watch. <laughs> quite regularly on youtube oh. <laughs> if you ever need cheering up 
just go on YouTube and put Marilyn Remembering John. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that straight after this recording and watch it. I can't wait. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it's wishful thinking, I think. I think a lot of people want it because we invested so much. And and John, has, John's never gone away. Yes. He's always been in the background, sort of ready to capture whenever yes. something goes on us and he's always been great with us so the, I can see why everyone's thinking there's still something there and I think he's got better as he's got as he's lo- the longer he's been in the show the better his character development has been and the better his oh. personality has been and I think yeah. if they gave it a go now I think it would really work because I think he has grown better as a character and I think they would get on a lot better and I think he would treat her properly and you've hit the nail on the head yeah yeah. yeah right I think you're absolutely right it would be interesting to see what kind of John and Maz we had now mm. especially as he's now not an arsonist <laughs> I loved arsonist John though <laughs> that was all hoodie John hoodie John <laughs> in the caravan park running around causing mayhem I loved him his petrol can yeah he's, yeah his petrol can and his hoodie up loved him oh <laughs> <laughs> me uh, we didn't start the fire oh loved him uh right that's gyrene also this week a lot of people talking about obviously flick flick storyline and the blackmail and everything else um so let's let's have a couple of comments from people about this so jamie on twitter said the blackmailing of flick storyline is surprisingly nasty for home in a way and I think this touches on what we were saying on the main episode, wasn't it? Where we were saying we can't believe we're quite here. But it's uh, it's gone this far and they've decided to go down this route with this storyline. It seems it seems very dark, doesn't it? On it top does. of what, what was already a, a harrowing, awful storyline, they've now got this blackmail twist on top of it. So yeah, it's it is a bit surprising, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Jamie. You were you said that same thing, didn't you? That this seems mm. way way too I said unnecessary you said way too dark uh mm. gosh like what are we doing what is that yeah. what is coming? I think you're right I think what we said on the main episode was it's the 35th year and maybe this is a year to exaggerate storylines you know if you can't do it in your 35th year when can you well that's true yeah mm. Don't know. Julie's been sort of questioning the same things I have this week. So you know, I was saying in the main pod, I've been questioning who could it be? How could he know who she is? How did she? How did they get her number? And Julie's yeah. tweeting the same thing. In fact, Julie and I, we pretty much tweeted at the same time um, the other day. She, and Julie put, "Does um, how does he know uh, is her password? You know, do people have. How did the attacker get the the number off her phone? How did he know her password off her phone to go and get it?" Um, I think I tweeted at the same time, you know, has she got fingerprint ID or has she got face ID? How did he get her phone number? Has he stolen it off her phone, you know, unlocked her phone using her finger or something while she's been unconscious or using her face and then stolen it? Or is this somebody that she knows already got her phone number? So lots of other people are sort of saying this as well. And people are talking about who the attacker could be. So Betty on Facebook has still got money on the fact that it's something to do with Mercedes and that it was actually meant for Brie and it's ended up being, you know, Flick's taken the brunt of this and actually Mercedes had orchestrated this and it was meant to be the drink that Brie was drinking from, not not Felicity. Oh. So this this is still going around, this uh, theory. 
Mm. Okay. I'm not buying that one. I'll be on it because I think it's still, I just don't want it to be true. I don't want that to be true because I don't like Mercedes at all. But I just think that is so, the fact that it would be targeting Brie because she wants Remy is just, that makes me feel sick. So I'm kind of hoping it's not that. She does need the money to pay for a motel bill. That's true. That's true. (laughs) That is true. It could be. It could be that. Um, we talked last week, didn't we, that somebody on, on your Sound the Bay last week, I read out a comment that somebody thought it was Carhu. Um, but Jacob this week has poo-pooed that. So Jacob on Twitter said, if it was Tane's cousin, he'd be asking for like 25k, not a grand. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely true. Um, and Jacob said, Flick has a phone number and a bank account now. Why isn't she reporting the blackmail? Cash was interrogating her. She handed him her phone with the text message still on there. Was she secretly hoping that he'd check it? Because oh. there was that conversation wasn't there, where she 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 said something like, oh, I left work because I was feeling ill. And he goes, no, you didn't. You left work because you got a text message because Mac and Xander told me. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I got a text message about um, a supplier, an order or something. And he goes, yeah, yeah. really? You got that upset you had to leave work about an order? And she just handed her phone over and goes, well, check if you want to. And he goes, no, 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 it's okay. I just took that as a shinny wouldn't. Yeah, know, yeah. Like his bluff, but maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I just took that as it came, but maybe mm. it might be right. There's definitely a disconnect with yeah. um, Flick. I've lost my train of thought on that now. What was the comment again? It was, um, did she think that Cash was going to look at her phone or hope that she, he was going to look at her phone? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a disconnect with um, the phone details mm. and her want, you know, and having that information to be able to report it and her the week before saying, I need to know who did this to me. I'm like, That's well, which true. is true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's a good point. These two right. things, up. you said you wanted to find that person. So, of course, we're quite valid valid in questioning why she's not reporting it then. Yeah, she was watching all of that CCTV, wasn't she? Hoping that she'd spot mm. something the week before. Yeah. yeah. She gets it handed to her on a plate and then changes her mind. Like, what? Something's mm. not right. Yeah. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. You've got me thinking now. Good point. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, we'll park that one. So, we'll keep yeah, an eye we'll on it. Put it in the same drawer as she had a secret mm. affair with Arthur on a honeymoon. <laughs> 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 Just in case we need to pet all that again. <laughs> it's going in the book. Don't worry. It's going in the book. Um. Obviously, this week there's been lots of comments about the Brie and Mercedes situation. Um, as I've been reading out for weeks and weeks and weeks, most of the comments are not very complimentary towards Mercedes. Lots of people not yeah. liking this woman. Obviously, the reason why is that she's going after someone's fella. That's generally not something that people would celebrate or think was a good idea. Or you know, you're not going to get nice comments from from that situation, are you? Really? But most people are in Bree's corner. Most people are saying, "Yeah, good, good on Bree." You know, it's. Great, you know, awful that Remy's lying to her, but good that she found out, like the way that she handled it. But one comment 
really stuck out to me among all of these sort of very similar comments on Facebook. Joanne put, I used to like Brie, but now she's a bunny boiler. I can't quite see where this comment's come from. Bunny boiler's a bit strong. Is it because, uh, I'm trying to work it out in my head, is this because of the fact that she was so calm when she kept it to herself that she found out and then contacted Mercedes behind Remy's back? Do you think that could be the reason for the comment? Maybe, but, like, she's got a good reason. Yeah, she has. She can hold that to her. Like, she was right. She's right. Her suspicions were to be correct and, therefore... Bunny by the way, love, for all mm. I care. She, I she's, yeah. Do you know what? Mm. No, I won't say it, because I'm about to kick off. Go it's on, you right. kick off, kick off. Why are we... There's this thing, isn't it, in online, in the media, where we vilify the female? Mm. We're reacting Why? to something. She's done nothing wrong. He's mm. done the... Yeah. Why, why are we... Why is she the bad one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really strange one. Like I said, loads of the comments were not... Were, in, this one stuck out to me. That's why I picked it, because I was like, I couldn't quite get my head around where Joanne was coming from, because loads of the comments were, okay, Brie went about it the wrong way. You know, she'd already had that speech with Remy and said, you can't lie to me. I'm not... This is not acceptable. You should have told me when it happened. You, The fact that you kept lying to me about it, you know, you, I don't like this. I'm not going to stand for it. And then Brie, you know... She, she did make a bad choice by stealing the, the number off Remy's phone behind his back and then saying to him, I'm going to work, but actually secretly meeting up with Mercedes. She didn't show put herself in a very good light there, considering no. that, she, she, you know, she can't be holier than thou then because she's done the yeah. same thing as what he's done in, in a way. Yeah. But but she's, you can kind of see where she's coming from, can't you? Because, yeah, in that moment, you would make, a silly decision i think because your your emotions are running this woman has made a play for your for your boyfriend you've been lied to and you don't know how to feel about it and i think she wants to have it out with mercedes doesn't she so i can yeah, kind of forgive her for that for, yeah. i wouldn't say it was bunny boiler i'd say she's just feeling very hurt and she wants to she wants to hear yeah. it for herself and she doesn't yeah. want to be lied to and she explains it herself to remy later mm. on and and because and she, she's not holding remy's lies to him they're all cuddly and holding up on the couch again aren't they so mm. she's not not like she's holding him at that we you know to every no. word but um like you say because she also lied about the other things so you can't really you no. know you both did it which is why i put them on fizzle watch on the main episode mm. i think the trust is gone she, isn't it that that conversation with Remy, she's saying, I had to go meet her. I had to face her face to mm. face because I, for the first time in all these years, I've stuck up for myself. Yeah, yeah. Like it was more about herself than about mm. what had gone on and Mercedes. Yeah. It was more about proving to herself that she can stick yeah. up for herself. I yeah. think. Yeah. If I understood it correctly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was, I think it was a bad idea. I think she should have said to Remy, maybe, I don't know, I want to talk to her. I want to clear the air with her. I want to, you know, she could have said to her, to Remy, I want to speak to her myself. She didn't have to steal the phone number and do it behind his back. But I can see why she did it. 
And yeah. I, I wouldn't call her a bunny boiler for doing that. I think. No, I wouldn't. But also, yeah. like, he also could have told her the truth from the beginning and avoided absolutely. the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. He's made his bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The book stops with Remy, I'm afraid. Mm, He's getting is. no sympathy from us this week. No. Um, no. It took, took a long time for me to get me on board, and now he is. <laughs> I know I'm really annoyed actually I'm really annoyed because you were finally like you came around to my way of thinking that he wasn't all bad and now it's like oh Remy you've really let yourself down again now (laughs) I can't even defend you anymore (laughs) 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 how many months did it take me how many months I think you took about three or four months to actually warm up to him And that's mm. that's lukewarm. I think you got to three or four months, about six months until you actually said you liked him. And now he's gone. Ag- it's gone again. Yeah, he's dead to me now. <sighs> Remy. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew's leaving. So obviously, uh, you can imagine. We've I've read out so many comments to you over the last couple of months about Andrew and how much people love him. Um, mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air you know every comment I've mentioned on your send the bay has been positive I haven't found a single negative comment about Andrew so obviously most of the chat this week has been sad that, that he's leaving and um, as an example Jamie on Twitter said couldn't they just add Tegan and Andrew to the regular cast and this is something yeah. that everyone's been saying you know they'd integrate well, well in the bay why did they have to leave well, mm. I want that. You sort of talked me out of it yesterday, saying that the character would be ruined. and Not yesterday, mm. but minutes ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> saying that his character would be ruined. and You know, yeah. what would he do with Bay? You know, and I was like, okay, you sort of talked me around. Did I? Actually, Sorry. Was the, I was being but... a bit of a Justin, refusing to let go. <laughs> I got on my soapbox, <laughs> didn't I? I'm sorry. I just, I feel like because he was so loved... And it's mm. so different. I, I'm just worried that if he did stay in the Bay, I genuinely think in six months' time, we'd never hear anything about the cult again. It'd be as if it didn't happen. Andrew would magically be normal and he'd be able to read. And he'd have he'd have had one visible reading lesson on screen and it never seen again. And yet six months later, he'd be, you know, off to uni. You know, it'd be ridiculous. I just don't think... <laughs> I think it would be a disservice to Andrew's story to keep him but I, I at the same time I don't I didn't want him to go and did like Tegan so you know I can see both sides um David on Twitter said months and months of this Andrew drama and now he's leaving and now when his cool sister has just arrived I'm very disappointed in you home and away especially when awful Mercedes is still around well I don't think Mercedes is going to be I think you'll be all right I think she, I don't <laughs> Think her day out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I do agree with the sentiment. It, it does seem a pity that we're losing such, mm. such interesting characters, really, so soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Chad joined in. Chad said he's gutted. Um, I really liked both Andrew and Tegan, and they would have made great additions to the bay. Yet another storyline comes to an end where it all feels a bit pointless. Another example is when they introduce Gabe only to kill him off. You know how I feel about Gabe. I won't start. But I mean, get yeah. People wanted Gabe to work, didn't they? Mm. I remember when that was playing out on screen, and you were reading things to me, and me and you were like, "What? 
can't stand the bloke. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a quick in and done story, isn't it? Again, yeah. I suppose not wrong in that assertion. Yeah, and lots of people were saying, you know, that Andrew's had so much screen time, um, and then he's gone, and then it's the same with other other characters like Gabe. We've had Gabe, we've had Ava, um, Gary. You know, lots of people come into the show and then gone again, and and yet there's other people on the show that are there all the time that haven't had any big storylines really. So why are we creating these weird little you know, one month and they're gone storylines when we could be creating storylines for people that are in the show permanently, I think is a lot of what people were saying on on Facebook. So that's interesting. And that is I I get what you're saying. I'd argue Marilyn's had quite a lot going on. Marilyn's had a lot. (laughs) Yeah. She had had Heather last year and then she's got studying organics explosion that she's had a lot going on, I think. I remember joking last year saying Marilyn's gonna be doing coffees. For the whole of 2023, and I'm actually stopped. You um, did. I remember you saying that. I remember me saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but she hasn't. She's carried on. Rue's just been blown up. Or you know. Yeah. It, had to write her out, so she's been part of that. If you pardon the pun, explosive story. Mm. Um. So perhaps her reintegrating into the bay will be exciting when that yeah. happens. Yeah. Um. I agree, yeah, more stories for the old ones, but it's it's more exciting when the young ones are doing all the great big stunts, right? So I'm I'm okay with both. What we need is some of these young uns and, and this the rest we need more mainstays or some more of these younger characters that become mainstays. The last mm. one that I thought could do it was Jasmine. Mm. I thought she might have been here for the long haul. Justin has sort of done it. Yeah. Um, he's been around for yonks now. I can't see um, him leaving now. I think he's yeah. he's part of the furniture. Yeah. Need a couple of other ones that have that potential, you know, that we can spend three, four, five years really investing in that we feel like we can't do without them. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and move into that, into that um Oh, God, what I'll bring Sally back. Do you know what I mean? Get on mm, with it. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.